Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews, insights, project management, leadership trainings and lessons learned from the field of healthcare to improve the delivery of your projects and business performance. Hi, welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So we can't escape or avoid the coronavirus situation. It is, yeah, it is all consuming. And I've really been thinking about what do we do regarding the podcast? Is it still important? Do we go with our regular kind of scheduled content? Because we've got content scheduled up until April. It is now um, the 19th of March. What do we do? And I just thought, actually, I am going to continue with the podcast. I do think it's important to share with you what's going on behind the scenes again in THC and also in the world of primary care because I'm current I have currently got a contract with Newham Central One PCN Primary Care Network that is a network formed of seven practices and they're massively under strain and as their network manager I'm trying to do all that they can anything that they don't need to do um administration wise admin wise leadership wise i'm like what do you need just just give it to me so i hope that this conversation is helpful um and i'll also just be sharing you know i've got three kids the schools are about to close two of them well three of them have got long term health conditions one's got asthma one's got type 1 diabetes one has got kidney disease And just share with you just like normal life stuff. And I hope that you appreciate this honest conversation. Okay, let's start with what's happening with the THC. So we come, there are five of us, including me. We've made the decision to follow the national guidance and uh, the girls, we're all female office, The girls are working from home, they've got their computers and we've arranged to have regular check-ins using WhatsApp and if we need to talk to each other, we just call each other like we would do normally. So we are spread over two offices, but in light of some kind of natural attrition that is happening in the team and in light of coronavirus and people working from home, decided to make, um, decided to release the lease on one office and us all to go into one office but as I'm recording this I'm the only person in the office so I don't want to work from home and I'll be the last man standing until we have to Um, I'm just more productive in the office I like my office and I need that work-life separation Um, I'm more than happy for the team to work from home and I think that this will be I think working from home will be become more frequent at THC but I personally would not want a 100% remote team. Selfishly, I just like to see people. I want to see their faces. And I would be really sad if we went remote. I won't. I need that human interaction, like physical, in person. But that is a situation at the moment. I'm in the office on my Todd. The girls are working from home, safe and sound, regular check-ins, using WhatsApp. The second thing I wanted to touch on was my mindset. So I'm like sitting on a seesaw and on my my birthday, actually, on the 17th of March, I felt really sad and felt really nervous and felt really unsure. I had a bit of a headache 
And I think it was just, it kind of hit me like this is a really big deal. And I'd gone into the supermarket and nothing was there. I hadn't been on it and stockpiling my toilet paper. And yeah, it really, really hit me. Um, So I was feeling quite low on my birthday on the 17th of March. And then the next day, it was a beautiful sunny day. Um, I'd seen some quite good news stories and people recovering in certain places, you know, had stopped reporting new outbreaks and I felt really positive and really hopeful and um, but was starting to think about I have been reducing my kind of social interaction with people just on the safe side and then on the 19th I walked to work my office is about a 10 minute drive and it's about a 45 minute walk and I thought I'm going to walk today I'm going to walk while I still can and I just realized in any times of stress like I really need exercise I really need some physical movement so I've been walking I've been running I've stopped going to the gym but I'm really fortunate enough to live on the seafront so I've been just doing like workout beach workouts using the steps using the park bench so making sure I keep moving that's really really good for my mindset and keep talking to people positively that's been really really good and just kind of keeping like my natural routines like I've still been meditating like taking my vitamins I'm making sure I'm eating and drinking well so I think I am I I'm sitting on a seesaw of it will all be fine I'm surrounded by amazing people and then I kind of seesaw down and think will it be fine (laughs) and I hope that's normal um and I've been following lots of things online I think that, you know, like the top 10 steps to keep your mindset motivated and how to cope in a crisis is all fine. But I think just just being real, it's okay to feel a bit nervous and a bit uncertain and a bit scared. I think that is natural. And I am allowing myself to feel like that, but also, um, you know, writing a gratitude list, meditating, um, thinking of all the things I'm grateful for. And just I'm trying to do the stuff that I know that works but also giving myself grace to think, oh shit, what are we going to (laughs) do? Another thing that's been helping my mindset is that I've been, I've never really been one for hobbies apart from exercising. Everything revolves around like the kids and work, but the kids have been following a YouTube channel called Draw So Cute, where she teaches you how to draw cartoons. So I've been doing that and I've had, I loved it. The pictures look really good and they're so easy to follow. So I have been learning to draw cartoons and I look like a professional. So that's really good. I've also just bought a keyboard. I'm going to learn how to play the piano. I'm going to learn how to play some tunes. So I was doing that last night and I'm doing the drawing and like playing schools with the kids and now I've got the keyboard like I need to do something that really helps my mind switch off from work and kind of channel a more creative outlet so that is keeping me busy and just spending time with the kids and uh, spending time with my husband I really need to switch off because work is so consuming at the moment and then work-wise from a client perspective um we're busy because um, we are supporting primary care networks. So I'm currently working with Newham Central One Primary Care Network. That is um, a network of seven practices and they are busy. They are under strain. They are accelerating some of the changes that were in the pipeline anyway, but they are 
they're all telephone consultations, online consultations, they're working remotely, they're working collaboratively and that has been very time consuming and the the volume of communications is rapid. It's really hard to keep up and we've been doing a lot of continuity planning and you know when you do a continuity plan but you think we're never going to need it, like we're changing these daily and it's really, really important. What do we do if we need a deep clean? What do we do if the company that we're sourcing to do the deep clean can't make it? What do we do if the schools close? The schools are closing. How many laptops do we need? Have we got EMIS anywhere? Have we got the dongles? When are they going to arrive? What do we do if this can't happen? What do we do if the practice closes? It is constant questions and constantly us working it out, putting a plan in place and then having to put another plan in place and another plan in place. So I know you guys out there have got a massive appreciation for the NHS and general practices and I I know that that appreciation is soaring they're working so 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 hard to keep themselves safe and provide the care that is needed so even though I'm working remotely to the primary care network you know it's constant I'm constantly on whatsapp my phone emails and just saying to the clinical director what do you need what do I need to do and we are just shelving the stuff that doesn't matter and just prioritizing and being laser focused on what needs to happen when and where. So that from a work perspective is that is what we are. That is what I'm managing. That is what I am supporting. And I think for lots of you guys in a leadership position, it's like now your leadership skills are really tested And I'm thinking about how I communicate with the team, how I communicate with the network. There have been times where I felt really stressed. And but that's and even though my team and my colleagues would, you know, that's completely natural and normal, especially when I'm working with a client, it's I need to hold it together. I need to pull it together. I need to focus on what needs to be done now. What am I in control of? What am I not in control of? How often do I need to communicate? Because I don't want to clog up. I don't want to clog up everybody's WhatsApps. It is you're kind of over communicating to make sure people get it and know the implication. If they do not respond to X, Y, and Z, they will miss out. They may not, they may not got the support they need there is you kind of need to be more assertive and say I need this and what do you mean exactly by that because it's really important we can't leave anything open to interpretation so I do have to watch how I'm communicating I do need to be more assertive I do need to watch the volume of communications because it is overwhelming I do not want my communications to overwhelm other people the other day, um, I stopped and meditated in my office because it was feeling, starting to feel a bit stressed. So I meditated, I went out, um, just went to a local shop and got something to eat, had a bit of a walk. So I am being very conscious about how I am feeling, what I need to do to be able to do my job. And I'm really lucky. I've got a fantastic working relationship with the clinical director. So I can appropriately say, oh, I'm feeling a bit stressed today or what do you need? Do we really need that? So the communication is really good. Somebody said what they're seeing across primary care is people just being, I mean, they're kind and loving and compassionate at the best of times, but I think everybody's being a little bit more tolerant. Everyone's being kinder. Everyone's being considerate. 
So I think that that has been really, really nice. I definitely feel well supported and I hope that I am giving the support to others and being very mindful of it's not when I send a communication, whereas I have to be quite assertive and be very clear in what I need, but it's also paired with, I know you guys are really busy, but I need this information to so you guys can get the support you need when you need it. So it's balancing that. I need the information, guys, with kindness and compassion. One thing everybody's noticed in primary care is this situation has forced practices to innovate rapidly. I was speaking to a clinical director yesterday and he described this as general practices, digital revolution. And, you know, they have really quickly switched to like virtually 100% of telephone triage, online consultations, remote working, buying services at scale, group decision making, sharing the risks, group contingency planning, like when you're forced to kind of when your back's up against the wall, people will naturally just get on and do it. So we're having that conversation, but trying not to think too much about the future because we have to kind of focus on what's in front of our nose at the moment. But that has been really, really interesting to see and who knows what the future will look like. I did say, could you ever imagine going back to the way you used to work? He was like, absolutely not. The world has changed. The world has moved on. So we'll just have to watch this space. I don't have the answers for you. We just have to watch this space. So there you go. They are my thoughts and reflections regarding the coronavirus. And I really would like to know more so than ever whether this sort of content is helpful for you guys. I really value and respect your time. I don't want to waste it. So if you think, yes, Tara, please keep sharing what is happening on the ground and sharing your insights as a PCN network manager, that would be really helpful and just sharing your little mindset tips and tricks. And I hope that me sharing what I'm going through the ups and downs is helpful to you. Hopefully you'll come back for the next episode and take care and be safe. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and we hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, we would love it if you left us an iTunes review or if you comment, like and share it on our social media channels. You can find us on Twitter at THC Primary Care and on LinkedIn, just look for Tara Humphrey. So the Business of Healthcare podcast is being brought to you by THC Primary Care. We are a project management company specialising in the development of primary care networks, GP federations and training hubs. If you need support or you are looking for advice on how to progress one of your initiatives, please drop us an email so I can arrange a call with you so we can discuss this further. Our email is admin at thcprimarycare.co.uk. We've been helping primary care networks with their development plans, helping them to make the most of their network meetings, sharing training resources. We've had questions like what do we include in a project plan? We have implemented network-based contracts across GP federations. We also support the day-to-day operational management of training hubs and have also got experience in setting them up from scratch. If we can't help you, we definitely know some people who will be able to help you. So please do get in touch. And that's just to remind you, our email address is admin at thcprimarycare.co.uk or come and find us on www.thcprimarycare.co.uk.
And in the meantime, please tune in to the next episode of the Business of Healthcare podcast.